to Robert Ross, 1900, from the Catalogue of the Dallau Collection. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Lot 116, here published for the first time, eight pages octavo, phrases omitted throughout, forty-five pounds. Grand Café, 14 Boulevard de Capuchin, 14 Paris. Printed heading. Hotel d'Alsace, Rue de Beaux-Arts, Paris. 1900. Dearest Robbie, I have at last arrived. I stayed ten days with blank at Gland. The automobile was delightful, but of course it broke down. They, like all machines, are more willful than animals, nervous, irritable, strange things. I am going to write an article on nerves in the inorganic world. Frank Harris is here. Also, blank. I asked, blank, what you suggested, without mentioning any sum at all, after dinner. He had just won four hundred pounds at the races, and eight hundred pounds a few days before, so he was in high spirits. When I spoke to him he went into paroxysms of rage, followed by satirical laughter, and said it was the most monstrous suggestion he had ever heard, that he would do nothing of the kind, that he was astounded at my suggesting such a thing, that he did not recognise I had any claim of any kind on him. He was really revolting. I was quite disgusted. I told Frank Harris about it, and he was greatly surprised, but made the wise observation, one should never ask for anything, it is always a mistake. He said I should have got someone to sound, blank, and ask him for me. I had also the same idea, but you did not seem to like the prospect of a correspondence with, blank, where money was concerned, and I am not surprised. It is a most horrible and really heartbreaking affair when I remember his assurances of eternal devotion, his incessant offers of all his life and belongings. Well... It sickens me. It gives me nausea. The affair occurred at the Café de la Paix, so, of course, I made no scene. I said that if he did not recognise my claim, there was nothing more to be said. We dined last night with Frank Harris at Mere. I was quite as usual, but he really is, now that he has money, become mean and narrow and greedy. He always accused you of having the bourgeois commercial view of money, instead of the generous, chivalrous, aristocratic view. But he really has out-heroded Herod this time. I can't afford to spend anything except on myself, was one of his observations. I thought of you, and dear Moore, and all your generosity and chivalry and sacrifice for me. It is an ugly thing. It taints life. Send me my cheque like a good boy. Ever yours, Oscar. I am horrified about Smithers. It really is too bad. End of section.